Business Minds, presented by the Business Journals of Florida. Brought to you by Tico People's Gas, at the heart of Florida's energy. Orlando is the epicenter of destination travel, and it's also home to a company that's reshaping how we enjoy vacations. In this episode, Orlando Business Journal Editor-in-Chief Sean McRory welcomes Nick Falcone, Managing Principal of NDM Hospitality and Rental Resorts. Thanks for joining us, Nick. When the OBJ last spoke with you in April of this year, rental resorts had just raised $25 million in a capital campaign to help expand its global partnerships, develop more build-to-rent resort properties, and add around 100 employees by year-end. What updates can you now provide on those pursuits, particularly on the expansion and job creation? Yeah, Sean, the expansion job creation is going very much as planned. On the job creation side, we've already added over 50 positions so far year to date, and we have 25 current open positions. So we're well on our way to adding the 100 plus jobs. So for the year, when it comes to the expansion, we've done a tremendous job with expanding the platform. We've gotten up to almost 100 resorts total in the platform. And specifically, when you look at the built to rent side of it, we have in our pipeline hundreds of resorts right now that we're working on across the country, as well as some international and really, really key markets, uh, a lot of which we're, you know, we're now closing deals on. We actually just closed a deal on a great resort in Key Largo, another one in Mexico and Cabo. So we're getting really, really great deal flow and everything's going very much as planned on what we talked about earlier in the year. And on those resorts that you're adding, how do you identify which resorts you're going to go after, which ones you want to partner with? It's a great question. So a lot of the times we're actually doing built to rent from the ground up with developers. And that's really what we prefer because you know, then we're able to really institute all of our brand standards from the ground up and ensure that the quality and, and service standards are there from day one. When it comes to existing resorts, number one, we always look to ensure that there's a resi component. That's what our brand is known for is providing you know, residential units in a resort setting. So that's the first prerequisite. We then have a long list of brand standards that we have to ensure are met by the property. You know, and those are all based on the quality of the accommodations, the type of amenities and services at the property. So we have a long list of items that we will evaluate, you know, on that existing resort deal, ensure it meets those standards. And if it does, then we will, you know, start negotiating and seeing if we can get something done with the property to implement what we do. And you and your brothers, Dan and Matt, founded Rental Resorts in Orlando in 2015, having come from a real estate family. Remind us what inspired the three of you to form the company and what has surprised you the most in your eight years in business? I would say our inspiration really stems from family. So you mentioned our family business and my father, who's a developer, prominent developer around the United States. We grew up listening to him preach how everything that he now deploys, his his um, learnings that he deploys into his businesses today came from the base of, of being in the restaurant business and how much you know he learned how to operate from the restaurant business, how to deal with financials, even real estate selection, because you know, one of the best things that you could do in a restaurant business is pick the best, you know, the right location. So we really, we took that to heart growing up, listening to that and, and hearing him as our inspiration. And that's really what led my brothers and I to start our career within the food and beverage business. So we actually started our first ownership endeavor was with BurgerFi. We became the founding franchisees of BurgerFi over 12 years ago. And very similarly, took our learnings from the food and beverage world and brought that into 
other forms of hospitality and technology of what we're doing today. So that that definitely was our inspiration. You know, our family, our father, who we really look up to and you know, give us great guidance from that perspective. And then I think the second part of your question was key learnings over the last eight years. So key learning would be, you know, I would say in our business, the importance of the people. And that might be somewhat cliche or you know, a common answer, but we take it to another level. In our business, we have over 600 individuals. We have so many nuanced, detailed things that happen on a day-to-day basis, both in the operations and on the corporate level of our business. And we have to really rely on you know a lot of individuals to make this happen. So being able to not just have a great culture, a great working relationship, but really being able to set our team up for success, the different programs we put in place for training and educational development, it really helps to set us apart. And again, the surprise there is just the level of which you have to really focus, let's say, on that side of the business in today's environment to attract the right people and to ensure that they are excited to be with you long-term. I assumed it would be a little bit easier, but in today's climate, people have a lot of optionality. You know, We're in a very, um, very universal world where people can work all around the globe. It's a much bigger economy than it was before. And so I think that optionality definitely requires companies to think deeper on how we, um, how we bring that culture and bring that excitement to our day-to-day for our team members. And speaking of excitement, rental resorts markets itself as a major disruptor in the vacation home rental industry. Please tell our listeners what that means. Yeah, we definitely look at ourselves as a disruptor. When you look at the traditional vacation home model, it's really typically either a homeowner that maybe has a second home or extra bedrooms in their house and they're renting those out and on a very small scale. Or in some cases, you have these professional management companies that aggregate homeowners units and, and rent on their behalf. So you have the management model, you have the distribution model, which is more of the Airbnb or the Verbos of the world, which those are distribution platforms. You know, they bring exposure to these homes and bookings to the homes and whatnot. So I think, you know, what where we're really disrupting the model in a big way is number one, you know, we are really one of the first brands within the space, creating brand standards and consistency behind the product. You know, if I go into the traditional vacation rental, I might have a hundred homes renting on the same street, but most likely they were built to a different standard, furnished to a different standard, and you don't really know what you're going to get from the product. So I think that's one of the key things that we do that's very different is you can go to one of our rental resorts and it truly is like booking a branded hotel. You know, if I said to you guys, Ritz Carlton, you can go to a hundred Ritz Carltons around the world and you pretty much know what to expect from a quality and service perspective. But if I said, name that in vacation home and tell me you know, where you can go to 50 places around the world and you're going to get that same experience, it doesn't really exist to the level of what we're creating. So I think that, again, that consistency and that brand standard is a major disruptor of what we're doing. And then also you know, for the vacationer, coupling that with the amenities and services of a hotel. So again, going back to kind of the traditional model, you have a host, maybe that host is working you know, nine to five, Monday through Friday. In some cases, maybe they have extended hours, but in most cases, you don't have that professional staff on site. You don't have the amenities outside of the home, such as restaurants and golf courses and spas and the things you come to, you know, to want when you're on a, a hotel vacation. And so what we do is we infuse those aspects into the vacation home model so that now you're getting that spacious accommodation, but you're getting so much more with it that comes with it from the services and the amenities on site. So those are the big differentiators for the consumer. I think that's how we're really disrupting the model and how the consumers feel that. 
And then for the developers, you know, there really has not been a company that has positioned themselves as the turnkey solution for developers on how to build to rent in the short-term space. So build to rent real estate has been around for you know the last decade. It's been growing one of the fastest growing sectors of real estate, but it's really in the long-term rental space. And a lot of people that were doing multifamily development have now gotten into renting single family and townhomes. So what we're now doing is we're educating developers on how to take the build to rent mentality and bring it into the short-term resort space with a full turnkey brand standard solution, how to build it, how to structure it legally, how to capitalize this stuff, how to sell the product, you name it, everything a developer needs to do to be successful. We bring that playbook to the table. And so I think in, in both the developer world and the consumer world, we're disrupting the model and really turning it on its head, making it more professional, more streamlined and something that people can invest in much easier as well. Looking specifically at the build-a-rent market, the OBJ has devoted a lot of coverage to uh, the rise of that uh, industry during the pandemic, the ups and downs of late because of rising interest rates, tightened access to lending. How has rental resorts navigated the build-a-rent waters and what lessons have you learned along the way? So build-a-rent is still in its infancy, despite the fact that it's growing so much, there's still so many people that we come in contact with that really haven't heard that terminology or haven't been exposed to the product from the development side. So I would say that, number one, when you talk about navigating the industry, a lot of it comes down to education and being able to talk to our development partners about the feasibility and why these products are so great. I think number two, even taking that a step further, what we do on the short-term rental built to rent is even more unique. You know, we're one of very few players, if not the only player that's really doing what we're doing in the short-term resort model. So again, another educational component, but also really, you know, telling these developers how financially that product could really even outperform the long-term rental. And in many cases, what we're seeing in our markets is that the short term can really produce you know three to four times even sometimes greater than that in revenue on a monthly basis than a long-term rental so the financial feasibility is there you know structuring it in a way and educating our partners on how to do it and why to do it i think has been something that we've really had to focus on in navigating the landscape of that world we are seeing that built to rent is extremely desirable right now so you mentioned rising interest rates that is something that is pricing people out of the for sale market. Some people that maybe were shopping that market at two, three percent interest rates now at you know seven percent plus aren't really in that ballgame anymore. So that is forcing a lot of people to look at the rental market. You know, the people that don't want to downsize into a multifamily unit want to keep that spaciousness. You know, there's a major demand for it. So we believe that we are positioned nicely at the forefront of where the trends are going in the real estate market. But again, the education component's a big one. And also ensuring that when we're talking about BTR, that people are really looking at how to couple BTR properly with other aspects of real estate. So one of the things we found is it's somewhat challenging to mix long-term and short-term rental You know, in the same property. You have to have dedicated amenities dedicated teams or whatnot that can really cater to the different needs. You know, someone who's on a three to five day vacation versus someone who's doing a year long lease has very different needs. So we've really figured out how to navigate the complementary nature of the product and where it's not complementary. And then also how do we couple that with, you know, retail with other amenities and, you know, commercial real estate and, and whatnot, like hotels on how to really maximize the overall site plan and the overall value of the real estate when you're doing a mixed use deal. So those are all things that we've really learned extreme detail over the last you know six, seven years and something that 
I think we've done a great job navigating the landscape and really are at the forefront of where the built to rent market is going. You know, very proud of what we've been able to do. And I think that, you know, we're going to hopefully educate a lot of uh, other developers on how to do this in the future. Well, it's an exciting time in the hospitality industry coming out of the pandemic. What is your take on the state of the hospitality industry, uh, particularly for Central Florida and the rest of the state? 2020, the pandemic obviously brought major, major change to the travel market. You know, it shut down travel for quite some time. What we saw immediately coming out of COVID, out of the pandemic, was that the vacation home market came back much faster. We saw that a lot of people wanted to be in individual accommodations versus forced into um, you know common area spaces with a lot of other individuals. So our product was really great because it really gave people that flexibility. If I wanted to be in a home and uh, not be around other people, I could do that. If I wanted to go to the amenities and be around the masses, I could do that too. So again, that optionality was great. It allowed us to come back really fast out of the pandemic. 21 was a great year. You know, it started to really rebound very quickly, especially in the state of Florida. Other aspects of the country was a little bit slower. 2022, especially the first half of last year was in many cases, if you talk to hospitality people around the country, it was a record-breaking year, especially in that first half of the year. The demand was off the charts. Economy was pretty good. We had a lot of government checks going out, so people had disposable income, and there was tremendous pent-up demand. So it really, you know, 22 was just unheard of in, in regards to the trends of what we saw in the space. As you got to the end of 2022, some of the uncertainty in the economy, some of the rising interest rates that has obviously traveled into 2023, we've now seen that it's softened the market quite considerably, not just in Florida, but across the country. You know, there are certain markets where there's still tremendous pent-up demand and really, really good numbers. But for the most part across the country, the demand has softened. We are seeing that coming into the fourth quarter of this year, we're expecting it to really rebound very nicely. So despite the fact that there's been a softening, it's still been much greater than what we've seen in you know 2020 with the pandemic. The numbers are still very good, uh, just compared to the previous year. You know, record-breaking numbers. It's a little bit softer, and we are seeing that fourth quarter looks like it's trending back towards record-breaking. So we're excited about where those trends are going, and uh, very bullish on you know where the market as a whole is going outside of uh, the pandemic, especially with the vacation homes. You know, that side of the uh, travel market's really, really continuing to grow extremely fast. So nicely positioned. And we think that, you know, the trends are heading in a positive way, despite the softness that we've seen in the last, you know, five to six months. Nick Falcone joining us. Next, the opportunity that awaits with short-term rentals when Florida Business Minds continues. People's Gas, working with businesses across Florida to lower energy usage and costs with efficient natural gas. Get cashback energy conservation rebates when you install new natural gas equipment. Learn more at peoplesgas.com slash biz rebates. The short-term rental industry is another segment in a period of disruption. You've talked a little bit about this, but how has rental resorts business model helped distinguish it from others in the industry? And do you anticipate other similar players as the industry continues to grow? Yeah. So we're seeing with the softening in the market, specifically in vacation home market, majority of these smaller companies you know, in the vacation home space that rely heavily on Airbnb and Verbo for their distributions are having a lot of problems because Airbnb and Verbo have less demand. Therefore, their returns are going down. Homeowners aren't as happy with these vacation rental companies. 
And so one of the things that we do that's very unique and different, that's allowing us to really perform very nicely in the market is our distribution strategy. And not to get too complicated, but whereas most players are limited to Airbnb and Verbo because of the source systems, the property management systems only allow them to distribute through what we call by the door channels, which is the typical vacation home channels of Airbnb and Verbo, we've actually created proprietary technology where we could distribute to the vacation home channels, but also to what's called allocation on arrival or by the type distribution that's typically used by hotels. So we are some of the only home providers, for example, that could be simultaneously with the same inventory on Airbnb and Verbo, but also on Expedia, Booking.com, and with a tremendous amount of other hotel providers within the distribution space. So I think that's a major, major area where we're differentiating. And we have a lot of typical vacation home providers that are coming to us saying, hey, would you guys be willing to help us out? And can we leverage your technology? So I think that's something that's really a big differentiator, allowing us to really compete in this ever-changing market from that perspective. And then I think another one that really is helping us a lot is our loyalty program. Again, back to our distribution, we've created a proprietary loyalty program that not only can you get points and use points for travel stays, but we're actually making it to where you could actually use the points on other things such as restaurants, shopping, and other venues so that, you know, for example, I book a stay and I get, you know, thousands of points. I don't have to wait till my next stay. I could actually use those points while I'm on vacation at the local restaurants or maybe at the restaurants at the resort or different, you know, maybe the spot, the resort, you name it. So we feel the stickiness of the program is going to allow us to be much more desirable and much more top of mind when people are thinking about where to book. You know, we think that if they're using a program on their daily life to generate points, that they're going to be much more inclined to want to then use those points for their travel stay. So that's something we're really excited about. The other thing that I think really helps us with the loyalty program for our positioning in the ever-changing market is the fact that you could also tie these points transactions to real estate. So for example, you could be you know going out to eat, going and vacationing with us, accruing a bunch of points, and then putting that towards a down payment on a home that maybe you couldn't have afforded without those points that you accrue over a long period of time. So there's a nice aspirational component to our loyalty and to our brand that I think really creates a very cool stickiness and a very cool desire for wanting to interact with our brand more frequently. When we spoke with you earlier this year, you said that about 6% of your properties were in the metro Orlando area. Where then are your biggest markets and how have you managed to grow and keep tabs on these markets while still headquartered in Orlando? Yeah, so Orlando, we've seen actually a lot of growth since last we spoke. We've expanded our foothold in that market to uh, significantly more than last time. So we've added three new resorts significant amount of inventory. We've also, because of our positive performance in the Orlando market, we've actually been able to bring in a lot more homes in the resorts we already had. So that's still our number one market and has grown quite considerably. Our other top, let's say three to round out the top three would be Mexico is a really big market for us. We're seeing a lot of demand for this type of product over there, especially in Cabo. That's a big market for us and that's continuing to grow even more. And then I would say number three, just in general, would be the Western Caribbean would be really big. So not any specific island, but just Caribbean in general. We're seeing you know, vacation home has been something in the Caribbean that's been around for quite some time. A lot more people are used to renting homes when you go to the islands. So being able to you know structure homes in a resort setting and, and have it where that really takes off down there has been something that we've seen a lot of demand in. So those would be our top three markets that we're really bullish on. 
And then, you know, in general, because we're not just obviously in those three markets, we're in dozens of markets around the world. To answer your second part of your question on how do we handle that from you know, our corporate office in Orlando, number one, we do have some satellite offices and individuals and in other aspects around the country. So we have a little uh, satellite team in California. We have some people in New York. We do have a sales team over in the UK. And I would say that, you know, along with having geographical teams in other areas of the world or whatnot, just in general, having great people, great process and standards behind how we operate allows us to really be very efficient. So we don't do things to where if you go to one of our resorts or you go to 99 others that you're going to see different things happening at every resort from a process perspective. We're very big on repetition and ensuring that you know, people are managing at the corporate level, don't have to recreate the wheel when they go to one property to another. You know, So I think with that consistency and with having really great people, we're able to really manage it effectively. But we're also very selective on where we grow to, especially if we're taking on the boots on the ground operations component of the resort. We will be very selective in doing that in geographic areas where we either already have a regional team or we know that we're about to expand a regional team based on the growth in the market. Whereas we do have some services that are less physically taxing and less of a physical need. So sometimes people just hire us to be a distribution partner or a sales and marketing partner. And that's something that is very much easier to do from a Orlando office versus when we're having to manage housekeeping and maintenance and check-ins. That's something where it really requires more boots on the ground and you know local regional teams for us to be able to expand into. Well, finally, what are your biggest takeaways from the past eight years that Rental Resorts has been in operation? And what do you see for the next eight to 10 years? Biggest takeaways would be that when I reflect back on what we've been able to do, I'm extremely proud of the growth. I think that we have identified you know, as a takeaway that we're in a, a pretty small market right now from a standpoint of number of players that we have as competition. There's very few people that have embarked upon what we're doing, you know, especially in the branded space and being able to help developers do these projects from built, you know, the ground up, built to rent. So I think one of our key takeaways is that what we're doing is very unique and that we have a, a nice runway ahead of us of, of having little to no competition, which is always exciting. You know, I think that we've been able to establish a product that is desired above and beyond the traditional vacation rental. You know, when people experience what we have to offer compared to the traditional vacation rental, the takeaway is always, I'll never go back. This is you know the best way to vacation, especially even comparing it to hotels. We get that type of feedback where people will say, you know, what was I thinking renting two, three hotel rooms when I could have the family together under one roof with the kitchen, we could have so much more bonding time and whatnot. So you know, I think that that's a big takeaway is the, uh, the, you know, the desirability behind our product when we look at the you know next eight to 10 years and where we want to take this thing, I want to be the predominant player. When people think about vacation homes or vacationing in a home for that matter, I really want people to think about rental. You know, right now you think vacation home and you think Airbnb. And I think we have the opportunity to really take over that dominant position over the next decade, you know, provide guests with a better experience, provide developers with something that's more feasible to invest in. And uh, really, you know, make this a little bit more mainstream of an industry that institutional capital could also get behind. So, you know, that that's my ultimate goal over the next decade. I think we're going to be well on our way. You know, we are seeing that a lot of the other models are actually transitioning to try to figure out our model. And you know, the beauty of it is we have a nice, you know, 
five to seven year uh, head start on a lot of these guys. So excited about where we're going. I think we're going to be a dominant player, if not the most dominant player in the space. And I look forward to hopefully talking to you guys at that time and reflecting and talking about all the great things we're able to accomplish. Well, we look forward to following up on you as well. This has been a great conversation today, Nick. I very much appreciate you taking the time to talk with us today. My pleasure, Sean. Thank you so much for the time as well. Thank you for downloading Florida Business Minds, presented by the Business Journals of Florida and brought to you by Tico People's Gas at the heart of Florida's energy.